0: You are now having dinner with Doc, with Doc and, and DB. And <laughs> bon appetit! Bon, appetit. bon, appetit. bon, appetit. bon appetit.
1: Good. What's good, everybody? This is Dinner with Doc and DB episode three. What's good, Doc? Hola. Hola. (laughs) How are you?
2: I am actually in a food coma.
1: Yes, yes. We are both in a food coma, actually. Don't mind me. (laughs) No, we're both in a food coma. We're going to keep the energy high. We're going to actually get into that very momentarily um, as to this food coma that we are in. But where are my manners? If this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome. If not, welcome back. You know what I'm saying? Dinner with Doc and DB. We're so excited for you guys to be on this journey with us, man. Episode three. We got a jam-packed agenda for you guys, so we're not gonna sugarcoat everything. We're gonna get right into everything. But before we do, before we do, Doc, what are you toasting this week? What are you toasting with this week? I should say.
2: Um, this week I have uh, my H2O
1: again. H2O back. <laughs> how's the how's the yes. thing feeling? It's good, or yes.
2: Uh my 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 mouth, my tooth. Yeah. Um it's getting better. It's
1: getting, it's getting better.
2: better. Just just keep your girl in prayer.
1: It's been what three over three weeks now?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know. Um just, you know, some complications. But then, you know, they say with age, it takes a little longer to heal. So um I'm just asking. Lift me up in prayer. Are
1: you saying you old? no (laughs) i was saying you're saying with age i'm just making sure you're saying like
2: that's what the doctors are saying you know you're not like 16 anymore so you ain't i ain't bouncing back um but no i'm good i'm here i feel better than i did a few weeks ago
1: that's good so all right and then i actually don't have anything but if i was toasting uh i would probably have some water as well too uh which we will talk about in a couple of seconds but doesn't matter, we don't have any liquor this week, but we still gonna go ahead and have that toast to love, good food, and a great show. There we go, there we go. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it, it. Before we get into the appetizers and everything like that, we gotta give a shout out um, to this restaurant that we went to this afternoon in Columbus, Ohio. They are called Black Box Fix, all right? They're located in the eastern. I'm not sorry, Eastern, Easton. I still yeah, get that Eastern. confused. I've been here seven years and still get Eastern, Easton, Eastland confused. If you are in Columbus, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But man, when I tell you, oh my God, this food. Um, so uh, do you want to tell them the story on how it, you know, how it came, how we got a how came across how we went to this place, I should say.
2: Well, yeah, so I uh, have been made aware of it from some friends and I think social media. Um, it's been a couple of months when they did their grand opening here, but I believe they're based out of Cleveland, um, and so they, you know, came down to the 614. And I remember I tried to go there once before, but the line was wrapped around Easton. Like, it was, I mean... Maybe a 60 to 90 minute wait. It was pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, yep, I'm never going to get any of that. So, (laughs) um, you know, we had a couple errands today and I was like, oh, man, you know, I want to get some good food today. We're recording. And uh, DB said he needed to go to Easton. So I was like, bet, let's try to get some dinner from
0: um, Black Box Fix. Yeah.
2: So, of course, I pull it up online just to look at the menu because, again, I had never been there. He had never even heard of it. And the wait, based on online, said another hour. And I was like, man, like it's still popping, which, you know, shout out to them for, you know, business is booming but I ended up calling and it was probably maybe more like 20 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. but we uh enjoyed our food to say the least and then we got that peach cobbler tell
1: them tell them what we have for tell them exactly what we have for because I haven't even had my peach cobbler yet yet. I'm gonna eat that after the show after we finish recording while I'm while I'm editing no she ain't (laughs) She eat my peace cobbler Next week is going to be dinner with DB And that's it <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> you, eat, you eat my peace
1: cobbler You ain't coming back lightly. You ain't coming back on the show You I eat my peace cobbler It'll put you on a one week suspension <laughs> Whatever y'all For contact Whatever, detrimental y'all. to gonna the team I'm going to be here just know that Okay that peace cobbler may not But I'm going to be here Yo so tell them what you have for the entree though
2: I have for my entree Uh well <laughs> let's just say Okay um they are not playing. Uh, they definitely have sandwiches. It's like gourmet, like sandwiches and street food. They definitely have sandwiches worth $20 and $30. Yes. And so, you but know. But they
1: worth it, though.
2: I did not get the $20. I went down a little bit. I think I got the um, OMG Philly.
1: Yes, that's what you got.
2: Um, Chicken Philly. Didn't even know it was topped with shrimp. Right. Like, what?
1: Open that box up. Like, if you go to our um, Instagram story, uh, which is Dinner with Doc and DB, and you go to our story, you'll be able to actually see that OMG Philly. Man, I'm allergic to shrimp, but I was ready to go ahead and risk it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, damn, this looks good. I tell him
2: that he needs to go get tested because that was a while ago. But it was really, really good. Um, You know, my... Garlic parm fries, you know, because we keep it real at Dinner with Doc and D.B. They were a little on the saltier side, um, but it was just so much food that the sandwich was enough for me. Mm -hmm. But you had the honey sriracha fries. Yeah, so I
1: had a chicken sandwich called the Black Lives Matter Chicken Sandwich. And I know what you're thinking, like, why the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, got to deal with uh, the chicken. But no, it's not even that. Um, A dollar of every chicken sandwich goes towards... Um, specifically, something in the movement, not just towards a Black Lives it's a, Matter movement, um, but like
2: a Black Lives Matter scholarship program. that. Right.
1: So every every dollar, one dollar of every sandwich is spent goes toward that. So you know, I'm always down for helping the kids out. You know, DB love the kids, um, so I was able to get that. It was a chicken sandwich that was topped with, I believe, slaw. Had some type of special barbecue sauce. I had bacon. So you, sometimes we have all those things, and you, you bite into it. You don't know what you're gonna get, but it was it was just a smooth, flavorful sandwich. And I mean, after the first bite, you know, I had to sit back and be like, "Damn, what have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> like,
2: yeah, be ready to go to sleep.
1: Yeah, like we <laughs> we knew we was gonna have an itis after the first bite. Like, you know what? I'm gonna probably have to take a nap. So we are actually. Waking up from that nap as we speak right now. And that a sandwich took us out, but I mean, it's absolutely worth it. Um, like I said, it's a little, I wouldn't necessarily say pricey as that has a negative connotation. It is an expensive place. You're getting gourmet sandwiches, um, but you're getting your money's worth. When I tell you, like you open that box up a sandwich. I
2: mean, let's be real. It was $50, but he was like, was it worth it? And I said, well, you know, two of us, we got dinner. Um, or entrees, it's lunch and dinner Mm -hmm, (laughs) for me, um, and then dessert. So I don't think you can really go anywhere for two people and spend $50 and get a, you know, a really good meal for that. Um, but back to this dessert. So, you know, I'm biased and I, and that's fine because I love my besties, Desserts. She is a baker, the owner of Baking Shenanigans. Shout out to Sheena. Y'all go hit her up on social media. Her handles are Baking Shenanigans. We might have her on the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Send us some
2: baked goods. But her desserts are always spot on. Just melt in your mouth. Delicious. But sis, they might be giving you a run for your money on this one. Um, but no, it was really good. But I also love hers um, oh, absolutely. the most. Absolutely. I love her today.
1: Yeah, so and she, I love her very good. And, you know, not to go off topic, but shout-out to, to Sheena because she definitely had an event a couple of weeks ago here in Columbus, and she made sure that she put aside my favorite red velvet. Um, she made some and said, I may want some to make sure to put you away some. So I got my red velvet. I got my red velvet fix for the month, and it was because of her. So thank you, Sheena, so, so much. Um, yes, but we'll definitely have her on the show. But, I mean – at we Black Box Fix, I, I'm, I'm giving two thumbs up, too. Absolutely. Yeah, we are giving
2: two thumbs. You know, yeah. they want to send us some more food.
1: We'll they send us a coupon, send us some more <laughs> food. you but know, let them know, yeah, y'all. Black Box Fix, and you can find them on our social media. And it's so good that we're not even, like, getting paid to even uh, pub this. But, I mean, if it's dinner, we're having dinner conversations. We need dinner. We need that first part. But I'm telling you, if you go to Black Box Fix, um, all one word on Instagram, you'll be able to see images of their food. They've got things such as sandwiches. They have these gourmet French fries. I think they've got something called like stoner fries that are like a, a type of loaded fries. They have multiple types of loaded fries. Like it looks amazing. I guarantee you, I will be back there for us sometime this week, maybe Friday, Saturday, but, mm. but they, they got a customer in me. y'all. Uh, oh, no, I
2: gotta, I gotta get back on my detox.
1: <laughs> Well then if she wants to do that then you heard it here first don't ask me for none of my food <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever
1: all right let's go ahead and get into this week's appetizers man we got a lot of things that uh that that came across the news wire this week I thought this week was gonna be a slow week and then um, Thursday happened and then it just went up from there but um, the most recent topic that has happened is... The 100 meter race yesterday at the Prefontaine Classic and uh, Shikari Richardson, you know, she's, she's been in a lot of scrutiny these last uh, couple of months. I wouldn't necessarily say last couple of months, but more recently as the Olympics has uh, happened, as you, if you're not aware, she was the sprinter that was uh, suspended because of smoking marijuana. They found marijuana in her system after a post race that she had done and so had to give up the, the the win for that race. And she was also banned from the Olympics for uh, 30 days. And then also the team, the Olympic team
0: dropped
1: uh, her. Yeah, the Olympic team dropped her because she had a chance to run the relays as that would have been after her 30-day suspension. But um, they actually just dropped her. Uh, so they had a race yesterday, Saturday, whenever you're listening to this, um, the Prefontaine Classic, which is one of the most premier races um, in track and field in the United States that you can have named after Prefontaine, who was a Uh, who was a runner back in the day. Um, And yeah, she finished last.
2: Finished last. so So, so, I mean, so,
1: you know, I mean, I I give you the story how I went. You know, she finished last in the field of nine runners um, in 100 meters. Um, And then subsequently, she withdrew from the 200 meter race, which was going to happen later that afternoon. Um, Her time of uh, 11.14 seconds and the 100 was well behind the winner, who was the actual uh, Olympic gold medalist from Jamaica, who actually ran the second fastest time in women's history in the 100. So she, okay. she, did, she didn't come to play. She, she didn't did come not to come to
2: play. Shout out to her. You know, the Jamaican women um, handled business down in Tokyo. But I mean, come on, let's be real. Like, obviously, she was not training, you know, she, It was a month that she had been off and they just came off of the Olympics. Like, so of course she wasn't going to win. I don't know. We talked a little bit about this off air. It got a little heated. So I just, I don't know. My thing is we don't need to kick her while she's down. Like she needs to get out there and train and you know, she just got to grow up.
1: So I don't think that it's necessarily folks are kicking her while they're down. And we and like I said, and we're going to get into it again, like a little bit deep. We're not going to go into too much because we got a lot to cover. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that people is kicking her while she's down. But I will say it's just that tough black love. Like it's, it's not necessarily somebody is out there and, and and people are wishing that she loses this race. But you're going to get these jokes, though, especially if you put yourself on a platform to to. To get this work, you got to get this work. Especially, what do you, if you mean putting
2: thing. yourself on a platform? She, I mean,
1: she, she's, she's a. Let's say she has an outgoing personality, right? Yeah, she has a very outgoing personality. Yes, she we're, is. Not gonna, we're not going, we're not going. What's the name for that? But if you if you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. Okay. And so, and so, it's not like it's not even like it was. And we were having this conversation at the barbershop yesterday, as the actual race was going down. It's not even like it was a competitive race for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even like it was like, okay, yeah. Like, first off, anybody that runs track knows that Jamaica, when it comes to sprinters, is they've got it. You feel me? You saying bold, they've got it. They've always had a history of fast sprinters um, that have always either been with the United States or, or smoked the United States. It's just been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, I believe like Shakari is maybe a uh, Shakari, however she pronounces the name, my, my, my forgiveness queen. Um, I believe she's like 23 years old. I think 22 2223. 22, so you running against grown women that's 28 29, you know what I'm saying? That's in their prime, you know, like and that's that's to give that's giving her credit because she has run the sixth fastest time in in women's uh history in the 100 at the age of 22. So
2: Oh my bad. I just looked it up, she's 21.
1: She's 21. She
2: just turned, well, she turned 21 in March.
1: She turned 21 in March. So she at 21 years of age, 20 years of age, she's run the, it may even be younger, the sixth fastest time in the 100 in women's history. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing to, to, uh, you know, turn your head at. You know, she has the potential to be one of the greatest. If you're running like this at 21, when you get the training, when your body develops a little bit more, able to put on more muscle and things like that she could be one of the greatest of mm-hmm. all time if you if you 21 or 20 years old whenever she ran that race and you you know play sixth all time like i don't want to smoke with you but because of her outgoing personality like and you know she and even her post interview which we can listen to even her post interview you put yourself out there and you don't back your talk up you're gonna get you're gonna get uh-huh. this work Okay,
2: I get the jokes because everybody gets the jokes. Like when, what's his name, got knocked out, or, yeah. you know what I mean, Michael ja- or Jackson, Michael Jordan, you know, was crying. That's a meme
1: that will forever go on. We can talk about everybody. Like, I, I no, think about I, I think about the Manny Pacquiao, when Manny Pacquiao got knocked out and they had Simba on top of him trying to wake him <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody gets those I, jokes. No,
2: I get it. I get it. And I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little oversensitive, you know, and protective of, of my black sisters, but. It's like, OK, I have the jokes, but I guess I don't see we're joking. And so she's coming back like, yeah, you know, what I mean, congrats to the winner. I didn't do my best, but, you know, I'm still I'm still that girl.
1: Exactly. And you going to get it. But just like I say, you're going to get that work if you talk that talk. Cause we had people we had people that have never ran in their lives that all of a sudden are social media track experts as far as. Um, what should be legal, what shouldn't be legal, you know, as far as the Olympic Committee is concerned and and not knowing the difference between uh, THC and uh, what's the um, C, whatever the hell, you, no, whatever you those go. things. I don't smoke weed, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, but those two differences, how one is legal, and one isn't legal, and she shouldn't be, she should be able to, you know, smoke a little weed and, and, um, and run. Well, you know
2: and, what, I you know what, babe, I think what happened. What happened? I got the answer, everybody. Right here on Dinner with Doc and DB, I have the answer.
1: What is the answer?
2: Shakari was high. She was high, y'all. She, she was, might have been. She was high. She might
1: have. It, wouldn't, it news, would not surprise me. Right here me. on
2: Dinner and, and Doc and DB, she was just high. That's why she lost. She okay? w- it wouldn't surprise me. She was like, because listen, she has not ran a race because we looked it up, right? We do our research here. She has not ran a race since um her last race and, and then they found out yeah, you know, she LA. tested she tested positive right right so she was like man bunk this i'm about to just get high as a kite oh, and she, so then oh, yeah. she was high and then they was like uh sis you got to run in the morning and she was like what yeah. <laughs> and so she was like well shit we just gonna keep the party going
1: i'm already at the right, point of no return right. you feel me she so like, well,
2: i got like three or four years till i really about to get in shape so that's it we're about to move on Since was high yeah it
1: wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't even it wouldn't even surprise me if she was high but we'll find out because obviously i don't know what those with those type of races, if they actually like do any type of drug testing or anything, like it may just be like a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exhibition. It might be an exhibition. I'm telling you, sis, but it sis would is not. High. It would not surprise me if she was high, especially with a, po- especially with that post interview. <laughs> right. Hold on. Let me see right. if I can cue that up, man. I, I know I can. Let me go ahead cue this up. It, it was it was hilarious, Nick Cannon, when I heard it. Oh, we got it. We got it here. Dinner with Doc and DB. Here you go. Right here.
3: That's right. I'm sis. in take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations the they not done me yet.
1: Period. 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 But what does Kanye have to say? Is Kanye put it in the in the video? We don't really
2: Kanye what what Nike, what Nike
1: got to say? Kanye you know what I'm he just like,
2: wants to say something because he's trying to get back into the family reunion. Kanye,
1: okay? Kanye <laughs> want to get back Into the family reunion. He could drop Donda. That's what he could do. Speaking of which, he's got you know he's got a third concert. Oh, Donda yeah. I got in Chicago message.
2: I'm like who are these people with my number are they trying co- to
1: sell you tickets yeah, like,
2: okay before the Kanye concert what who is, why is this you, why are you identify yourself please why are
1: you texting me talking Scammers. about a Kanye concert in, in Chicago like, that's a couple of people I know that was on, on the book trying to pop them off like bruh you got to work security at the at the concert. Why you trying to sell tickets, man? You know what I'm saying? Bro, like man, I ain't even heard from you in years, but now you want to hit me up like, man, you want these tickets? Like, bro, I'm, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Been there for 7 years, man. Like, I ain't got the I ain't got the money, bro. Not that I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Um, uh, but if I did, you Let know me I'd be there. I'd be some money. I'd be there. What you want? I'll gladly pay I'll gladly pay you on Tuesday <laughs> for some loving today. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Show no. Me no. My money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bro. I can't get the I can't get the uh I can't get the bruh. No I use over here. You a whole doctor, man. I can't get no bruh. IOUs over here.
2: Pay your invoice. Oh, Pay your invoice.
1: That's cool. All right. Let's go ahead and get into uh, our next topic. Breaking news um that happened on Thursday and I seen a lot of I seen a lot of people, majority dudes, that were I don't even necessarily know why jumping for joy, but a lot of guys actually liked when this news broke, and I have no idea why. But um, OnlyFans is deciding that they're going to bar sexually explicit videos starting in October. So everybody that were the OnlyFans uh, creators and, and 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 content creators. Is is gonna be a change. I guess um what is happening is that they are getting into trouble with their bank accounts and things like that because certain uh banks have rules in which they can't open accounts or service accounts for things that are in uh like the sexual the 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 what am I looking for? The adult entertainment business oh, is the great okay. word. You feel me? So you know now that OnlyFans is becoming this I guess like segue into the adult entertainment business type thing. Um, They're getting in a lot of trouble with their banks and like, yo, you, we cannot continue to have you guys uh, have bank accounts and things like that because of the fact that, you know, we don't service any adult ind- entertainment uh, businesses. So, so how
2: does adult entertainment businesses how do they um, run their finances? That's a
1: great question. I have no idea. I'm not even doing it. I'm doing it in research. You're in banking and in, I am in banking. So I can, spe- I can talk specifically about my employer. Um, I will not name them, um, even though they did me dirty. Uh, but no, honestly, like, I don't know how it happens. I don't know if it, it's like maybe an offshore account or how. Because obviously they have to do something in order. They're not walking around with straight cash. Uh,
2: right. So, like, I know, like. Porn stars and people like—I mean, but you don't, could, don't their employers like—they don't send them direct deposits or they don't got pay stubs?
1: I don't know how porn stars work. <laughs> I think it's cash and porn, ain't it? I would hope so. Like if you
2: just cash, but how? How they moving all that type of cash?
1: I don't know. It's—it's it's a lot of there's a lot of scrutiny with cash movement, um, with banks and financial institutions in general. You know, so. Um,
2: if someone knows the answer, hit us up. Yeah, I you know. I know, send us I know a message, that, email.
1: I know that banks are cracking down, especially, you know, uh, one bank, um, has for the last seven years required you to show ID, um, to deposit cash into an account. So you can't even deposit cash into someone else's account. Um, that's been a policy for like seven years. And I mean, maybe they're doing things with checks, money orders, but I can tell you that. Um, I know that there's been a lot of funneling through banks when it comes to child trafficking and things like that, sex trafficking. Mm. So they've got to lock down when you're like when you're dealing with uh, that movement of money. And then it's no secret that, well, if you don't know, um, anytime you go into a bank and you either withdraw or deposit more than ten thousand dollars in cash that the bank has to file a report on that. So to who? To I believe it's the government, but they have to, they have to actually keep a record of anyone that comes into their bank. And and that's just that's any bank, any financial institution, that's, that's a known law, you know, that you have to, anytime you come in and you withdraw or deposit more than $10,000 in cash, we have to keep a record of everybody that does that. And that includes like your social security number. If you have one that includes your employer, if you have one, you know, because some people be like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm depositing fifteen thousand dollars in my account. I'm like, all right, cool. What do you do for a living? Oh, I don't have a job. So you gotta get the you know, the banks have to connect the dots as far as like saying, Okay, this may be banks suspicious. Are nosy. Space, suspicious activities, things like that. I mean they're money movers, so
2: good thing I only withdraw nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. That's called structuring when and I go. that's called
1: structuring, you don't wanna do that. <laughs> but all right, cool. They ain't
2: caught
3: me yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So OnlyFans pretty much is saying like, yeah, we're getting out of pornography business. So starting in October, the company is going to prohibit creators uh, from posting material with sexually explicit content on his website, which many sex workers use to sell fans explicit content. So they'll still be able to put up nude photos and videos, uh, provided they're consistent with OnlyFans new policy. The company said this past Thursday.
2: Um, Wait, they can still post nudity. They can
1: still post nude photos and videos, but it has to be consistent with their new policy, whatever that means. So yeah.
2: So there's really not, I don't know much about the OnlyFans because I don't have one or, I mean, if I did, I wouldn't tell y'all, but (laughs) 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 or I don't look at them. So I don't know what's going to be the difference.
1: I don't, I mean, ah, that's a great question. I do not know either, but I guess like, I got as all the questions as, today. I guess as far as like being as as explicit as it is, like right now there are no rules. Like you just can get on there, do what you want to do, and you get paid. Um, so, hmm. I guess they're gonna tailor a little bit. But here's an interesting uh, statistic that I was looking at: that OnlyFans creators have earned more than five billion dollars since the company has started back in 2016, of which um, it's recently blown up as a result of the pandemic. Everybody got OnlyFans page, you know. So and okay, then around sixteen thousand. Okay. So can I have
2: an OnlyFans? You, on, you absolutely cannot. Come on, D B.
1: Absolutely cannot. Ain't happening over here.
2: I'm trying to get that bag.
1: <laughs> trying to get, you pay off my student loans first. <laughs>
2: then Well, I gotta get the bag to pay off the student loans. Okay,
1: so we gonna we'll discuss this off air. <laughs> Y'all going to be like, those fools are over there trying to start (laughs) trying to run an OnlyFans. What are we listening to, man? But no, um, interesting stat is that 16,000 users earn at least $50,000 annually from OnlyFans. And they actually have more than 300 earners that earn at least $1 million a year. See, I could
2: be one of 300.
1: You could be one of 300. (laughs) but that's like making that's that's worse odds than the NBA.
2: Okay, all right. I could be part of I could be one of 1600.
1: 50,000 ain't enough. 50,
2: it, 50, as a side gig?
1: 50,000 ain't enough. I
2: ain't saying that's going to be my only hustle. 50,000 ain't
1: enough. But Listen.
2: Here, some people don't make 50,000, okay? So don't don't uh
1: 50,000 I ain't diminishing it at all, but I know a couple of people personally has got only page. I'm like are you a fifty thousand dollar earner? Because you damn sure not a million dollar earner. Like,
2: mm. I mean, a extra anything? Because I already got five jobs. <laughs> <You>, Man, <damn. laughs> so, I'm actually. trying to be
1: like you. I got two now. Yeah, hey, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, bro. Like, Shout out to MC Social. I see you. I'm Shout out
2: to. I think I got like four jobs. You um. do
1: have like. You do have jobs, like they going out of style. I know somebody. And then, and then we added a podcast on top of it. I like
2: know, I know somebody was like, I see you here just trying to change the world. I was man. like, I just can't sit down.
1: Oh, man. But uh let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and switch topics. Speaking of, well, speaking, speaking of jobs.
2: you right.
1: Man, speaking <laughs> of jobs. Jobs
2: and finances. You're right. See, jobs this and this is finances. why I got to get my OnlyFans page, y'all. I'm yeah. going to convince him, y'all.
1: So have you heard of. Uh, T. Cruz NC. He's been gaining a little bit of notoriety over the last couple of days um, because of a video, or I shouldn't say a video, a TikTok that he made where he ranks his friends based off of their income and other things. It is the funniest thing ever. I'm gonna go ahead and get that loaded up, but um, he's been. I mean, he's he's it's it's hilarious because I guess he says it's easier when he's trying to plan uh, trips with his friends or whatnot. As far as like knowing like if they're a degenerate gambler or not, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. Let me go ahead and play it. If it loads up,
0: go ahead, Twitter. So a few years ago, me and my friends started making a spreadsheet, breaking down our incomes and availability for travel. And it looks like this. This is incredibly helpful. Um, if you have your friends broken down here from Sean, my top earning friend who makes over $5 million to who we call Broke Bob who makes $125,000. <laughs> how much available PTO we have or pay time off, bonuses, um, how much we're willing to spend on a three-day trip, seven-day trip. uh, We have some people that are very responsible with their seven-day trips, some people that already tapped out for the year. Marital status helps if we know there's going to be anyone else coming, our willingness to travel to a third-world destination, if they're willing to split a private flight, and if they're degenerate gamblers or not. This list is very pragmatic, and also a lot of them are saying that it's very motivational, Um, so it allows us to avoid awkward situations within our friend group, inviting certain friends that may or may not want to do what we want to do, um, especially when it comes to gambling or spending a lot of money, so it works for us. Man, so the question is, Doc,
1: where is your list of friends? Who is your Broke Bobby? <laughs> I ain't got no Broke Bobby. <laughs> you ain't got no Broke... Listen. But here's the crazy part. Broke Bobby made $125,000 no. a year.
2: Isn't there another list? There's the oh, one. We, go,
1: we go get, it we at, go get to that. Okay, we go I won't get to that. It. Oh. Yeah, don't spoil so, it. So, yeah.
2: um, to all my friends out there <laughs> listening, uh, call me so we can get our spreadsheet popping. I mean, it. it's not a terrible it idea. Makes, it makes sense. It's hilarious at first. But it is very personable.
1: It's very.
2: Uh, Very personal because you really have to um, provide either the one person kind of organizing it or, you know, I don't know if it's I'm assuming that that spreadsheet is made available to all who are um, involved or participating. But you have to pretty much let your friend group know how much you're making. Yeah, right? absolutely. And how much like PTO, if you have bonuses. Like that's some pretty intimate information. And I don't know that I would want my friends. I mean, I am very very blessed. Um you know, I, I feel like I could always have more, but you know, I'm I'm blessed at, you know, what I bring home, but I don't know that I want to, you know, put that stuff out there because you know, one, I'm probably one of the most humble docs you're gonna meet. But true that, true that. it's just like, I don't know, it kind of makes sense, but then it does like you don't necessarily need to know that information because for me <clears throat> I've learned over the years that um not necessarily with finances involved, but just people that you like to travel with. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like trial and error. Um, so you know, you plan a trip, you go on trips with people and you you know the friends, whether it's a trip or a night out, those that are going to be like, oh, I got this round. Or, you know, the friend that's like, how much is that? Okay, my part was um nineteen ninety-five. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> bruh. Right. So, I mean, I think you already have a feel, you know, who is going to be a good time or who, you know what I mean? Like, you can really, like, talk to, like, yo, is your expectation that we're just going to – you know, split it down the middle or, you know what I mean? Like what's your budget? It, I feel like that's been more so the conversations with me and my friends that like, um, whoever's kind of researching the details, like this is what I came up with. And we try to be mindful, not because we're in each other's pockets, but like, yo over here, they got a cheaper flight because if we can get there cheaper, you know what I mean? We can get right. room and board cheaper. That's just more money in other areas. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's necessary to be able to know my friends, um, yearly salaries and PTOs. I mean, the entrepreneurs don't have PTOs, you know what I mean? So like that, that doesn't even, you know, qualify or whatever. So, I mean, it's, I just think it's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I guess, a cool idea for some people, but for my friends, I don't know I don't, what y'all think. Let me know. But I don't think we that's something we would need.
1: It's funny because, it like, I put this in one of the group chats with some of the homies that I'm with. And, like, one of my friends actually was down with it. And he's, like, and I would consider him, like, one of the guys that's, like, a big spender, okay. you know. So, and I know that he, you know... You know, when you're kicking with him, like, you know, money anything when it comes to that, you know. So Uh-oh. he's like he's like this is a this is problematic and he understands he understands the why behind it. Like I get the why behind it. I'm just like you said, like it's kind of intrusive to me knowing like, bro, how much PTO you got or how, you know, you're a degenerate gambler. Who you going to bring? You know, how much money you got to spend like these people on a seven day trip were spending more than some people. Making a year like somebody, if you go and look at it, it's not too hard to find. You should be able to look at it. We could put, we
2: could tag or put the link up.
1: Probably, but like they were like one dude wanted to spend, and he was considered irresponsible because he wanted to spend one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars on a seven day trip. But the other guys that wanted to spend one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars on a seven-day trip was not deemed irresponsible.
2: But I think because they made a lot more, he said. It's no, like- he was
1: the, the dude that made the dude that was the uh, that wanted to spend one hundred seventy-five thousand. He was the third highest earner, uh-huh. and they had him listed as irresponsible. <laughs>
2: like- well, I, let's go back to Broke Bobby,
1: Bro Bobby.
2: Because I'm gonna be Broke Doc because I think Broke Bobby made
1: Broke Bobby made one hundred twenty-five thousand a year. Bruh, bruh.
2: <laughs> how is he broke? Listen, man.
1: Where's Kevin Samuels when you need him, man? Well, I'll forget. Where's Kevin, where Kevin no, Samuels when you need, need him, him, man? This man. This but man. Why did you
2: call that person broke? I guess compared to the nine million. Yeah, per? but I mean,
1: I mean, who is out here really bringing, really making ten thousand dollars a month? That's what one hundred twenty-five thousand is. That's ten thousand a month. Like, yeah, yeah, put it. We put it in perspective, like that. Like, yeah. damn. Like yeah, who are really out here pulling that money? That's a lot. Well, Ten thousand a month is you know you know that's high, um, especially in the black community. I believe it's like like two percent of of two percent of all. Uh, Shout out to
2: the two percent.
1: Right Ooh. to the two percenters making above a hundred thousand. So it's crazy, but it gets worse.
2: Oh, it yeah.
1: gets worse. This is what you were alluding to. We got oh my god, we got to go ahead and get into. So according to T, this user T Cruz NC like. Money isn't money isn't his number one factor when it comes to his friends.
2: He just wants to know because I think he did say like to avoid tough conversations or embarrassments or whatever. But all right, we gotta play the second
1: part, yeah, y'all. Because he's, is, um, this is he's apparently got the uh another list, and this list is called the Welfare Ten.
0: Friend group, they call themselves the Welfare Ten. So let's get into it. So here is the Welfare Ten. Uh, really good friends, know most of these guys since college. A um, couple of them unemployed, all of them under 100000 per year. We also have um, a lot more PTO options, expected bonuses, not so much. We don't even do a seven-day trip here, it's mostly three-day trips, a couple of them already tapped out. Um, similar, uh, fiancés, singles, you know, kind of a mix there. They're all willing to do third-world destinations, except Caleb, he's had a bad experience out there. We have to you know, kind of change up the questions here. Non-chain restaurants, very important to understand. And then also, if their ability to do first class for hotel or flights, having points is important. And we have a few degenerate gamblers here as well. Um, Big thing to note, I don't care about my friend's income. It's just very helpful when we're planning day trips or road trips and see where everyone's at you know, money-wise. So that's the bottom 10.
1: Yo, he don't care about money, but he know how much his <laughs> damn friends make.
2: Well, he said it's because I guess if you' trying to go out to eat, <laughs> you know who to ask for the Bru- chain restaurant versus we, the. Can we non-chain?
1: talk about Can we talk about some of these names of the welfare ten? So there is. Uh, I'm not
2: putting my. I'm not naming the list. Yes, welfare he's got 10.
1: he's got uh, Dookie Shoes. Dookie Shoes makes fifty five thousand a year. <laughs> He's only got five days of PTO. He expects a $10,000 bonus. That's dookie shoes.
2: Wait, why he only got five days of PTO? I don't
1: know, man. That, I don't we know 55000 in- I don't know.
3: This is we got terrible, the, his y'all.
1: Un, his unemployed friend is named Ramen Ryan. <laughs> ramen. ramen Ryan.
2: Y'all, listen, fun fact about Doc. I've never had Ramen. You've never I,
1: had?
2: I've never had. I've like Tasted Even like a, bootleg a ramen. No, oh. I've tasted like a fork of some. And I think it's you disgusting. Never, you
1: ain't never been broke.
2: I have. You ain't never been yes, broke. Yes, I have.
1: You ain't never been broke.
2: I've been broke. I just ate other broke things. <laughs> have you ever?
1: Have you ever? Have you ever had a ramen noodle headache?
2: I haven't had ramen noodles exactly
1: because <laughs> I was so broke that was all I could afford was ramen <laughs> noodles, and that and there's so much sugar in there, so much salt in there. And you just blood pressure just this shout yeah, out the roof. I, I have don't like a headache. Taste right? the salt.
2: So yes. okay, back to the welfare tier. Yes,
1: he's got. um, Ramen Ryan is the the unemployed dude who somehow ranks higher than Ian Caleb and Gimp, who make 35, 30, and twenty five thousand a year, respectfully. Um, Gimp, who's the least? Why is his friend's name Gimp?
2: That's who knows. Uh,
1: Gimp. But Gimp is the uh, lease earner on there. He's got twenty five thousand, but he's got eleven days PTO. (laughs) Like, how the hell you make twenty five thousand with eleven days PTO? What job is he doing?
2: I mean, don't you as a full time employee? Don't you make a lot of PTO?
1: I get uh, how many days of PTO I get? I get twenty three.
2: I don't even know. I just take off when I want yeah. because I wish a job would tell me. I got
1: 23 days PTO. I wish a like, job would
2: tell me that I can't take off when I want
1: to. Man, y'all yeah, got 23. I just, I don't know how you make 25 and get 11. It's just so funny. The bonus, the that bonus potential. That has to be
2: like part-time.
1: Yeah. I, part-time with 11 days though? <laughs> he could be a teller. Most of his friends, most of the welfare ten ain't getting no bonuses. But here's the thing though. The welfare ten got money to spend on a three-day trip. Like, they 5000 5000
2: So how they make it 25000 a year, 3, but they can spend 5000 on a three-day trip? I don't know, man. That's See, why I'm yeah, looking at it. Ain't it even like. accurate. That's why they're financially <laughs> in the place that they are.
1: Oh, man. But shout-out to shout out to T-Cruz. Y'all, MC. let us know what hey, y'all think. I want to I have Broke Bobby on the show, man. <laughs> I need to have broke Bobby on the show. Why is
2: his name broke Bobby? I would like to understand. Right,
1: I understand why broke Bobby making one (laughs) hundred twenty-five stacks. Man, is considered broke. Man. They keep y'all keep moving the needle on us, man. Y'all told us, man, as long as we go to college, we could get a career. Then y'all made the damn uh bachelor degree pretty much worthless. A bachelor degree is probably worth as much as a high school degree right no, now. No, no, don't yeah,
2: do that. Don't do that. Yeah, it no,
1: it is not. Yeah.
2: Man, no, most no, places most
1: places want you to have a master's and a doctorate now.
2: No, absolutely not. Yes. There is nobody out here talking about they want you to have a doctorate.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, PhD if you're trying to get to the the upper upper, I wouldn't say that, but they at least want you to have a master's now. I Ma- think the master's, masters is,
2: is, the, is the thing. Yeah, master's but, is the new bachelor. No, it's not. I think a, a bachelor still holds the same credibility.
1: Man, I got a bachelor's, and that thing is just pretty much collecting dust. Been for the last okay. 10 years.
2: You got your master's, and it got you in the door, but now you got 10-plus years experience. True. So, yeah, I mean, they're Thanks. not looking at your education. I think it just really depends on the field that you're in.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Makes sense. All right, yeah. with that being said, man, we had a lot of appetizers this week, man. But I think it's gone ahead time to get into the uh main course of today's conversation. He's so without that. further ado, you are now having dinner with Dog and D B. Dog and D B. Dinner's about to be served. Dog and DB. That's Doc right, that's right. It is time for this week's main dish. And this comes from a lot of uh, our mutual friends that have been posting this. A lot of our male, a lot of my male friends have been posting this. A couple of women have been posting this as well, too. But um, it pretty much centers around a post that was on the spiritual word. Shout out to the spiritual word. They are absolutely great content creator, man. One of the, the, the funniest and the best and the most consistent out on social media. So if you're not following the spiritual word. Definitely want to go ahead and 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 follow them. But this comes from one of a use one of their users who actually reposted this. And the topic of it is men need reassurance just like women. Let's go ahead and play this.
3: I'm out to unlearn the fact that a man has always got to be held at such a high standard. He's always got to be the one to check on everybody else, but who gonna check on you? As your woman that's my job that's one thing my man ain't never got to worry about baby how was your day don't we don't want to talk about me we're not going to talk about me how was your day how you feeling today how you mental how was your spiritual like are you good you know what i'm saying is something bothering you okay cool baby go on in there and take you a shower cleanse yourself come out i got you i'm gonna rub your feet give you a massage whatever it is you need but i need you to relax today is about you and it ain't just gonna be no special day no holiday i need my man to know that i'm a safe place i am a place where you can come lay all your burdens down. I don't want you to exude some vulnerability with me. I need you to show me that you my gentle giant. Yeah, your boys ain't gotta know all this because it ain't nobody's business, but mine's and yours. But baby, I need you to know that I got you. So if you got to rest your head up in my bosom and talk to me, do you understand? Me and got feelings too.
1: Man, this touched this hit a spot with me personally. Um, full transparency. Uh, obviously you guys have been with me for the last couple of weeks. If you've been listening, you've known, you know, I've been having some things going on in my personal career, um, as well too. And just a lot of things have been happening these last couple of weeks and Thursday night, um, coupled with some things that's just happening behind the scenes, man, I had a breakdown Thursday night. Like I, I would, I think a breakdown is an understatement. <laughs> um, and like I, I pretty much like this is probably the angriest that uh, Doc has ever seen me in our almost two years. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. almost two years. Like I just had a breakdown. It was just like the the weight of the world had 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 made me buckle trying to deal with other people's situations, trying to deal with personal situations, uh, you know, just trying to, I guess. Put the weight, the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I mean, man, like. It was, it was, it was tough. And so I I snapped wasn't anything against doc. I just needed to just vent. And the one thing that I learned, and this is, this is tough for me as well, too. not necessarily tough, but something that I learned not only by having that emotional episode, but also just having an aha moment as well, too, is that when I was venting, like, doc didn't say a word like doc just literally just mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like like held my hand or or hugged me and just let me just like vent for like 30 minutes it felt like and afterwards man i felt like a brand new man and it was crazy because you know as as a man myself i know when the tables are turned And that situation arises with, you know, Doc having, you know, some issues or things like that. I am a solution oriented person. So instead of letting her vent, like I come to try to find a solution. So that was the aha moment I had. So um, I would just definitely say before we get back into you know, the main, you know, course of, of what we want to go into. I want to That's take this relevant. conversation, you know, to just like, I would just definitely say, like, if you are having some 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 issues or something, if you, especially a solution-oriented person like me, sometimes it's okay to not say a word because that honestly made me feel better. Her not saying a word her allowing me to vent was much better than just trying to say, well, this is what you should do, you know, and, and silence sometimes is golden. And that's what I needed at that time. And I appreciate you mm. for allowing uh, me to be vulnerable. I Absolutely. appreciate you for, you know, just allowing me to vent and just to, you know, get that off of my shoulders. Because it was just like I'm trying to put everybody else's burden on my shoulders when, mm. you know, it, it I, you can only do so much. You feel me? So I appreciate that.
2: Absolutely. Some would say it's a perk for dating a psychologist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Um, It's not all bad, right? It's not. It's not
1: all bad. Not not, when is it bad? That was a joke. It's never bad. No, never. Right?
2: Um, No. And I guess from from my lens, um, we had talked a little bit earlier that day, so I knew that you were dealing with some things, and I think I had ran and got some groceries or something, but I was. Um, coming in and, you know, um, you came out to help me bring the stuff in the house and I could just see it on you. You know, I could just see just from your body language that, you know, something obviously was really bothering you. And sometimes you'll tell me, you know, cool, but then other times, you know, it's not. And so you're right. And, and like the the post said that, One, you don't even need to um, thank me because, you know, we're in this thing together. And if you can't come and be vulnerable with me and dump everything out with me, then where can you? You know, um, I want you to be able to do that um, just as I feel like I can do that with you. So, um, yeah, in that moment, I think that is just what you needed. You needed me to to rub your hand. You know, um, and then afterwards, let you know that it was going to be okay, and I'm just glad that I was able to be present, you know, in that moment for you, and you know that you had that aha moment (laughs) because we've talked about it, right? You know, I've said like sometimes, and it was it was one of those things where it was a difficult conversation because I think for you it was like. Well, I'm trying to be helpful. I'm trying to be supportive. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, it's not wrong, but sometimes I just need you to listen, you know, Um, because I feel like a lot of times when we call friends or we call family members, their intention is to be helpful to us right? Um, their intention is for us, you know, to help us feel better. And then I think too, people not wanting to do any harm, but they want to help us, right? They're like, well, try this or do this and do that. And then that's sometimes, um, you know, I guess my full transparency when, you know, I have my moments and I just want to be alone or like, I feel like, like I don't answer text messages or, you know what I mean? Like I know myself enough that I just need time. Like I need time to myself because I don't want, not that I don't appreciate it and not that sometimes I don't need to hear that encouragement or those solutions, but sometimes I just don't want to hear all those things that people have to say because a lot of times we already know the answers. You know what I mean? Like we already know like, okay, I know I need to speak positively. I know I, you know, I need to get on my knees and pray. I know, you know what I mean? Like I may need to go apologize or that, you know, this situation isn't about me, although it has frustrated me, you know what I mean? Like we know those things, but I just need, um, I need to ride that wave of the emotion. So yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, and then just therapeutically, quite honestly, um, You know, it's kind of a taste of going to therapy, I guess, right, (laughs) Right? where, you know, it's nice to go to friends sometimes. But as I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of times they can't be objective, Mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, so it's like that's kind of a space where you can go and dump and it's not someone that's like, oh, you know. You weren't wrong. You know, right. like now they're going to let you dump. They're going to let you be emotional and then, you know, they're going to say, "All right, so let's process this." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, "Let's challenge your thinking a little bit." So, but yeah, I mean, definitely um, men absolutely need that space. You know, it's not good enough for us as women to say, you know, men need to get to a level of, you know, emotional intelligence and vulnerability when you know we don't provide that right you know what I mean and it's something I think for almost two years I've been trying to get you to be you know just super vulnerable and you know it, it just had to come on your own time mm-hmm. so you know I didn't take it personal
1: no <laughs> no nah, nah. it wasn't even and like I say the criticism there was zero criticism about you it was just everything else in the world like I oh yeah I know you know and you know, I, I've truly have the philosophy that your home is your castle, like your home is where your heart is. These four walls that we're sitting in right now is supposed to be your fortress of solitude, supposed to be your fortress of, of peace and, and tranquility. Um, so I try not to bring those energies that, you know, I deal with the other eight hours out the day, nine, ten hours out the day into this house so that when it's you and I, you know, we're having an amazing time. We're we're enjoying each other's company. We're having fun and we're not sitting there talking about other people that ain't talking about us. Yeah. You know?
2: But I guess what I was saying as far as um you finally being fully vulnerable, I don't I mean, whether it's about us or not, I think and you're the man, so You know, you can speak on this, but I think sometimes with men, you know, they feel like they have to carry that masculinity all the time. You know what I mean? Like if you are frustrated or so upset, you know what I mean? It can be perceived as weak. And so it's like, you don't have to be Superman all the time. right? You know what I mean? So I think for me, it was that moment where, because in my eyes, you're a Superman, you know what I mean? Or more so like Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so I feel like, you know, you're that you you are very, very protective of me. You know, like you don't let me walk on the side, you know, on the street where the cars, at. I mean, just anything. Anybody say something crazy? You ready to fight? them You know, but and I think you carry that all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. just as being a man, being a black man, you know, being a man in leadership, you know, in a corporate world. And so I think in that moment, it was like, I don't got to try to be strong. You know what I mean? Like, and not to put everything out there, but like, you know, your, your, your feelings were hurt. You know what I mean? You were frustrated. It was all of these things that are normal. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like... You know, like, oh, I'm just going, to you know, do this and do that. It was just like, no, like these things have happened and they, they bothered me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it wasn't like you had to keep on that cape. It was like you, you set your cape down to the side. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that was maybe a, a moment for us where, you know, you felt comfortable enough to set the cape to the side and you, you trusted that I was going to, you know, support you. And then, you know, when you was ready, put the cape back on, you know, what I mean, and I didn't see you any differently.
1: Right. Right. Where have we and I'm going to try to speak holistically about it, not necessarily about B, But where has it because you said something interesting, especially as a black man. You know, and as of late, I feel as though that it's been a war. Between the sexes, between men and women, in particular, black women, black men, as far as the standards that and I'm speaking from my perspective, these standards that black women have placed on men as far as this is what a black man has to do. um, When. One, I think, you know, like a lot of them are from single parent homes so they don't necessarily know exactly what a how how a man ha, how a man is supposed to provide but they're setting these parameters as far as one what a man should do to them and then also as well when the script is reversed like they feel as though that they are above criticism as far as a black man can't tell them what a black woman should do where did we come or where do you feel like, first off, do you agree or not? But where do you think like this stems from? Or where did it come from? Trust me, this is, I mean, I'm not asking you for the answer. to. to I'm not to you for the answer to solve. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Right. Well, I wasn't going to try to solve it, but <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a good question. Um, and I think it's been a, been talked about. I think it's been a common theme as far as um, the black family is just not what it used to be or what it should be. I don't know because I I pause when I said it's not what it used to be because I think we're also learning that our, you know, our elders, those relationships and family relationships Weren't very healthy either. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, so we like, oh, wait, it's not what it used to be. But like, oh, yeah, you know, Grandpa had all these other type of. <laughs>
1: right. <you're> saying, <laughs> you, you know, you had a whole nother ass family <laughs> down the street. Right,
2: <laughs> right. So um, I think, honestly, it's if you heard of internalized racism. Mm-hmm. Right. So that has been a conversation. I know one of my colleagues um, did her dissertation on colorism. And so the idea of, you know, um, black people, depending on this, you know, your shade, um, the color of your skin, you know, there's been discrimination against one another. Right. And so I feel like there has been and I do believe that has been um, induced by uh, white people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, they kind of put uh, standards on like the lighter you are you know, the more beautiful you are, the straighter your hair, those kind of things, right? Um and so I feel like there's been this um injection of competition between uh men and women. You know what I mean? Like Cause women are, the reality is women, a lot of women are excelling, you know, in, in in academia, you know, getting these higher degrees that we talked about, you know, moving to these positions of power. And again, that might, I think that's been systemic, right? Right. Um, but again, just the value of healthy families, healthy marriages, you know, for our younger generations, it seems like it's not much of a priority. Like people are just really trying to be successful, get as much money they can, you know what I mean? And if love kind of comes along the way, then great. But we're not, and again, I'm not trying to solve this whole thing because right. we could talk about this forever. But I personally think that people or men and women are not willing to be patient enough with one another i think people feel like they should they meet someone and it should just be perfect right right it should just be great not understanding that we are coming with so much um baggage has such a you know negative connotation to it but You know, just because we look alike doesn't mean we have the same experiences. Absolutely. And so I'm coming with my family values. I'm coming with the experiences that I've come, you know, had. And we're just not willing to take the time to really learn people and figure things out. You know what I mean? Like we are still trying to figure things out. We're still trying to figure out ways to communicate certain things and, you know, being kind and gracious to one another. And I just don't feel like we're doing that enough. Right. Like men have these standards and they want, they want the women to come healed and ready to go. And the women want the men to come, you know, fully equipped, vulnerable, and, you know, got the bag and ready to go. Right. And it's just, that's just not the reality. Like we're not willing to put in the work that's necessary to have these successful relationships
1: because
2: mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely work
1: yeah I definitely think we we gotta we got years and years and years of um hurt brokenness and I think we're all like I say trying to piece together the the past while also moving toward the future mm-hmm. you know and so that's good yeah and so it's 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 a it's a lot of hurt hurting people hurting people and you know, but I just really feel like you know this this war between black men and black women definitely, um, is systemic, um, planned, um, and definitely something that it only hurts our family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It only hurts the black family. Yeah. When we do when we do the stupid stuff. So, um, you just got to be willing. You just got to be willing to work towards. You got to be willing to work towards a solution. You got to be willing to learn that person while at the same time being able to learn yourself. Being able to accept the fact that, you know if this the standards should be mutual if we do have to have standards but also realizing that neither neither person owes owes more than the other person mm-hmm. you know we're we're both working towards this together we're both we both you know what i'm saying um trying to heal trying to build and you know it's it's, it's just you know like i said i'm just tired of this this whole Men have to do this or men have to make this or men have to be this or men can't do this, you know, and it's just and all it does is put people on a defensive. That's yeah. all it does.
2: I say this. If you don't possess those same things that you're asking for, then don't ask for them. Exactly. You know, what I mean, like if you are not an A1 communicator, you know, what I mean, if you ain't got that top bag, like then Then you can't have that expectation and that standard.
1: That's all Kevin Samuels be trying to say. (laughs) Whatever. That's all Kevin Samuels be trying to say. Whatever.
2: But I mean, it's it's just like, or even if you're not there yet, like, and you're you have to be working towards it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I want to (laughs) be old boys top (laughs) ten.
1: Right. I want to be on on the top ten friend list.
2: So, like, if you're working towards that, and so you want someone. On that same pathway, you know what I mean? With that same type of energy, then yeah, cool. But don't say, well, I'm, I'm cool being on the welfare list, but I gotta have me a man on the top 10. Right. Like, no, it's gotta, it's gotta be equally yoked.
1: Gotta be equally yoked.
2: So, yeah. That was good. I feel
1: like, I feel like like both of us together, we definitely on the, on the, on the, um, I feel like I feel like both of us together absolutely are on the the Forbes on his Forbes top ten list. We definitely not in the We definitely not in the welfare ten. <laughs> Should I put your number out there? I'm putting my, I'm putting my number out there. I, not, would be, I would be I would be broke. I would be broke. BB. <laughs> I would be broke. BB. But I'm I wouldn't not, be, on welf, but not, I would be on the welfare But I wouldn't be on the welfare. i put list. my number out there. Great.
2: But um, uh, yeah, no. And I people just gotta be okay with just not being perfect. No right. one's no one's perfect.
1: People expect these. This I don't know. If social media has anything to do with it, because uh, you I'm know that you know media. you know that's my you know that's my crutch. If if you, this is your first time um, hearing me say this, or your first time listening to me on a podcast, I believe social media is the 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 devil of the world. Like it's no. so it's so there's so much bad that comes with it from.
2: But there's also so much good. But there's so much
1: bad. But there's so much good. But there's so much bad. Some
2: people run their entire business and I have get become that. very successful.
1: I get that. But guess what media. do they say? One bad apple spoils the bunch. Nah.
2: Yep. Nah. And we'll so, talk about there's so but there's here's the thing is
1: there's so many bad apples because
2: I gotta go eat your peach cobbler. i got to go eat my peach
1: See. <laughs> You know what? Just go ahead and just wrap this up real quick because I feel like if I don't eat this peach cobbler, it ain't going to make it to tomorrow. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be getting up in the morning, getting dressed, ready to listen to the episode, see how it came out and on my way driving into work. and then You don't know, even I'm gonna grab eat breakfast. My, I eat peach cobbler.
2: You don't.
1: I bet you I do. You don't I eat do breakfast. Now. I'm going to do it now.
2: You're going to eat that before you go to bed.
1: I absolutely am going to eat that before I go to bed. We are going to eat it. Before. I'm, I'm, we. I am. I I
2: we
1: uh, you are, speak? Oh, you speak French we now.
2: We are family. <laughs> no, hey, hey, I got all my. With me.
1: No, Mm-mm.
2: So what's dessert?
1: Man, we ain't got no dessert this week. We, we do have dessert. dessert. is peach cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> dessert is dessert,
2: dessert
1: is my peach cobbler.
2: Dessert is be kind to one another.
1: That's your dessert. That's,
2: That's my it. dessert. Be be kind to one another. Um, you know, we'll talk about it. Uh, more as it is approaching, but September is actually suicide awareness month. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking, you know, we started out really talking about men, but this, that also the message also goes to women, you know, needing reassurance, leading, needing a safe space. Um, but men definitely, especially because they are, I believe the statistic uh, from 2019 is that they were 3.5 times more likely to commit suicide than women hmm. So, um, yeah, I need my men to uh, have that space, whether it's with um, a female, you know, their their um, romantic partner or just, a, a, you know, a friend a homeboy, um, you know, because we, we have to stop losing our men to suicide. Um, I, I think it's the uh, for adults, it is the number 10 um, cause of 10th cause of death. Mm-hmm. So like I said, we'll talk more about it. But um, we we love you, men. We we love you, sisters. And, you know, we want y'all to be around.
1: Yes, we're trying to have y'all around for many years to come and many years. But um, I think that's a great way to go ahead in this week's uh, episode. I think it was a great show. I think it was absolutely amazing show, man. Um, the best yet. I don't want to use recency effect, but I really think <laughs> I think we get exponentially better with every episode. And I think this is obviously um well to me at least uh the best show that we have so far. And you know, it's only as good as our our next show, which comes to you every single Monday. We are now available on all platform, uh podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, the top three. Stop
2: asking me about Apple.
1: (laughs) We there. Just search for dinner with Doc and D B. We are there. Um, you know shout the, out to
2: our supporters we really appreciate y'all y'all been rocking with us since we made the announcement so shout yeah out to man.
1: greatly appreciate y'all man we wouldn't have not been able to do this without you guys and it is so honestly personally therapeutic for me to be able to get on this pod with the woman I love and just have a conversation Aww. like this is this is fun for me you know and I look forward to it And 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 she'll tell you like you know as soon as as soon as i'm (laughs) done as soon as i'm done with this week tomorrow i'm already planning next week's episode what we're gonna talk about what i'm gonna do like this is so much fun this is therapeutic for me um we feel so much better when we you know turn off these mics and go upstairs and 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 live the rest of our day and and the rest of our night is just so therapeutic so we appreciate you guys listen listening to us greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys Remember, each and every Monday, Dinner with Doc and DB on your favorite podcast listening platform. Make sure you go to our social media on Instagram, Dinner with Doc and DB. And if you have any questions, comments, criticism or concern, you can always email us dinner with Doc and DB at gmail.com. So with that being said, I think it's time we go ahead and send our listeners adieu.
2: Yes, yes. We love you guys. Yo, this is Doc
1: and this is DB and, and dinner, dinner has, has been, been served. served.
2: Get in the now